All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast, Comic-Con Day 1 Edition. What's up, guys? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's burnt out over there. What's going on, guys? So we don't do, we're not in our normal roundtable configuration. In fact, we are literally sitting around a room right now. Everybody is freshly showered. It's about 11 o'clock at night, and uh, there's some general exhaustion here. So It was a long day. It was a good day, though. It was a really it's, good day. It's, it's, it's a schwitz it's a down here it's in San Diego, man. Shit, it is, uh, it's humid. It's moist. Everybody walking past you, touching you, are all moist. Uh, so, yeah. It was uh, it, we're all getting swamp crotch. Uh, there is a lot of swamp crotch going on here. Let me tell you, <laughs> like the, uh, the 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 sweat was pretty epic on day one. But what a great day one, guys! Like what a great way to start Fuck. on. Awesome. We took on like most of the room, most of the. Uh, I think we've seen all but six rows of the main yeah. floor. Yeah, which is pretty fucking impressive. We, we got through almost all the way through. Um, the uh, small press. We did. We were down in Independent Land, yeah. Al- almost to the game section that you don't really seen. Our friends any. from uh, Man vs. Rock. Always you our know. buddies. We love uh, those guys are killing it, man. We love Kevin Beaver yeah. and, and the, the bunch there. So, but yeah, man. So uh, let's 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 talk highlights from day one. Let's uh, let's let's first talk about the uh, the big change at Comic Con. There was no badge pickup today. Oh, the badge so pickup is they have finally, after all these years, have started to actually get this fucking in order. So what happened I when love you it. went up to, to go upstairs? Because I, I took off. Nothing. I wasn't doing that. Dude, we... And we away we went. Really? Like, we, we, we actually had to walk past the, uh, uh, one of their, their sensors. We beeped our badge. I think they're doing that so we don't keep going up there to get the bags. Maybe. I bet you, because there's somebody watching us right there, I bet you if it doesn't beat, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I, I, or they get a red light, we don't get another bag. I, I don't, don't know. But yeah. Well, they were definitely like, you know. Well, the guy in front of us, they, he went red, and they were like, no, you got to go. They were not as tight ass on the lanyards no, this year no. as they have been in the past. They've been really hardcore like, turn about your that. stuff around as you're coming in and such. Well, no, no, no. Getting just like lanyard. the actual lanyard around your neck. Like one year when Dexter was going on, like I wanted an extra one, and they were just like, "Fuck no!" And like today, I got two of the Walking Dead ones. Like, no, well, you could have shit, mine too because you know? it has Fear the Walking Dead on it. So, I'm oh like, yeah, it says Walking Dead on one, <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead on the other. Oh man, well, man, it's it's a gift. Go back to dreadful. <laughs> I'll have to I have just to give it a, as a gift so, to somebody. But yeah, you know what? I think the I, the, the new badge system. I like their credentials. Uh, this isn't just like a counterfeitable yeah, and badge. It's, what's really interesting is it's like uh, the, the switch to digital. I thought was going to be a lot worse. And essentially, like now, when you get to the entrance, there is a uh, you like swipe your badge and it beeps and you get a green light or a red light. You, you tap it. Well, you know, we all had a a, a nightmare scenario of these these event staffing people with like some sort of right. scanner gun trying to like, get us through the target lady she's like don't you know it was scanning fine just a few people ago <laughs> and they're like I'm sorry man I just got training on this like 10 minutes ago uh, Dave, Dave Dave this isn't working can I get some assistance at no, C turn it uh, off. we're gonna need uh, assistance in Hall C <laughs> assistance in Hall C yeah I was really worried about yeah. that myself you well, know having experienced this um, at WonderCon it was an absolute clusterfuck. Oh, yeah. Like WonderCon, I, I think I went off on a previous episode about 
how shitty I think Wonder he did Com actually. Was. I think it was he bad. Did say something it was bad. about that. I, it, it took me like an hour to get my my pro pass, which is supposed to be like you know the fast pass at Disneyland, and it like my buddy was in and like wandering for half an hour before I ever got my badge. Um, yeah. So there was none of that. They fixed that glitch. Um, yeah, it it would definitely um, they worked out a lot of the kinks. Uh, I was I was happy that it wasn't as awful as WonderCon was. Well, the other the other thing too is is uh, I still had a problem. It, it, the, the guys at the door seem more at ease right. too, which has been a, a big uh, a nice change. I have been yelled at on average five times in any given day. And you know we've yelled back at them too. Like it, it starts to become a, a crappy con experience. Right. At point, you're like you're just being an asshole. Like you're not yelling yeah. at me to be effective. You're just yelling at me. To just, like you're just yelling at a fucking everybody. I didn't necessarily. Right. Right. You know the only yeah. interaction we had was when we were talking with those uh, the nice people, the line our, our new line friends that we met today. Um, yes. And, uh, the one girl was like, "I'm sorry. Could you not stand right here?" And we're like. Oh sure! Oh hell no! And it was, I was not having that. Okay, here's the scenario: you're, st- you're standing on the masking we're at, we're tape at the Nickelodeon booth, and we're trying to walk by. That's you. That's like oh, what I'm talking about when we were. No, what? Oh, you're talking about something else. Later, and when we were down in the no, no, we're trying to walk through the crowded, you know, hallway. Not hallway. What do you call aisleway? Aisleway, sure. And we're going by the Nickelodeon booth. And there's one of the employees at the booth trying to take a picture of somebody in their booth, but the girl walks halfway out into the aisle and is blocking the traffic and then says, can you just go around? And I wanted to tell her, hey, fuck you. First of all, you have a booth space. Right. Walk your ass over into your booth because now you're getting in the way of everybody else's shit. Did you know she she was the one that like had planned the booth layout? This like probably 21 year old girl. It's her Nick. Right. She owns Nickelodeon. Is what I would tell Chris. You know what? She didn't have to be. I actually. I actually sympathized with her because you know, as a costumer, and I have people you know trying to take pictures with me. And their kids and stuff like that, and like here we, we get it all set up. I'm taking a picture with like fucking six kids, and yeah. and here here comes fucking Ding Dong with his fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle backpack, and he's staring at his fucking phone because he's looking up for Pokemon <laughs> or some bullshit, and he's and he's not even aware that he just is in the middle of so our picture, dude. So you wait for him to get out of the way, and then you take it. I mean, it's not it's not rocket science. Yeah, but then but then here comes fucking Dragon Ball Z with the the big wig thing, that. and that's blocking that. the picture. You know, you're just like guys, be kind of be aware of your surroundings here. These people my, are trying to take I something. Just it was rude. My you know, we were in the DC booth today, and I was trying to take pictures, and I literally was like setting up, waiting to take, and I was like. These people were like, they'd get in their picture and it had cleared and I literally had just gotten focused and this guy literally walks right in front of me and stands right in front of me and I was like, are, are, are you done? And he was like, he turned around and he goes, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't even see you there. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's forgivable though. You know, right now the... Right now, getting through the doors um, has been a, uh, an awesome change, uh, and the security has been an awesome change, but there has been no change with the 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 self-awareness of attendees <laughs> no, at this fucking whatsoever. thing, you know? And today was only Thursday. Only Man, just let me tell you, by Saturday, dude, and, you know, with guys like us who've been at it for a couple of days, like, our patience level will be 
even goddamn worse by Saturday. You know? I also have a, a new complaint, and Chris, I think Chris would go to agree with me on this one. If you're going to bring your child to Comic-Con, and that child cannot walk on his or her own, that motherfucking kid does not need to be at Comic-Con. Exactly. Like, you do not need to be rolling a stroller down that's, the aisle. That's Dude, like the, the lady, to the lady with movies. my... Right. Hey, man, did you guys see the lady with the, the double-wide twin stroller? Oh, she's not allowed. She's not allowed. Uh, oh, well, shit. She was out she there with one, man. I saw that on Conan the other night. They the Last year, they outlawed the double-wide strollers. I, you're not me, supposed to have them. I, I, look, I'm like, I don't understand. Look, I get if you're a parent and it's like, oh, but it's like, I'm walking around. I'm like, you got a baby in here? Like, it's not the place. I, dude, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some pretty young kids right? today, right. dude. And I was like, damn, man, I couldn't even First imagine. Off, I, I would never want to bring my child at three or two or four, or any age before ten. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Once again, dude. Complete sack, uh, f- complete lack of uh, self awareness, yes. man. They just, you I know, agree with that, a hundred percent. At some point, it's just inconsiderate. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, aside from our general complaining about how people suck in the world, uh, <laughs> what did we enjoy about today? What was our highlights for today, Chris? Um, the barbecue was pretty good. Oh my god! So we decided we went to dinner tonight and uh, had an epic we ate meal. As only fucking cavemen could eat tonight. It was yeah, definitely dude. a wives-free adventure in dinner time. Uh, that was that was definitely like what five pounds of uh, ribs, pulled pork, we chicken. A, a barbecue dinner that's supposed to feed four. <laughs> I was surprised when they brought it out. They didn't all line up and shout "feast, feast." <laughs> plus, it plus it had, and, and we had it at uh, what was the name of the place? The Midway the, Barbecue. Yeah, yeah. The, the the iconic scene of him uh, singing to the the lady. Yeah. The you've lost that love and feeling. Been in that establishment. I don't know where any of that would have taken place. They were shooting from outside the windows, man. There was no room for, like, a piano and seven other people in that that show. Right. So, but, um, but no. But their food was phenomenal. Dude, like, four sides, like, beans and... Uh, corn and it just like the whole the yeah. whole thing, dude. It was awesome. Um, but uh, how about actually at the Comic Con, Chris? What was the? Well, I'm just thinking podcast. about. I'm, I still got the food baby here, and uh, let's see. This, the, the toilet's definitely get plugged up here in the morning. Yeah. Well, like like normal, Chris saw some stuff. It was okay. <laughs> not, not impressed by anything. You know, there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough fucking uh, independent comics that were printed on recycled I, I fucking toilet this. paper for them. I, I've kind of reinforced something that that I started to feel last year. Um, I like to spend time with the the independent comics, and I like to go to Artist Alley because I want to see those guys. You know. And, and those gals. Are you sure? The problem is... Are you sure you I, wanted to see them today? When I, no, that's the problem. At this convention, and it's only this convention, mostly. It's like the land... The land that Joy forgot. It's it's like the, the pit of infinite sadness going into Artist Alley. Because most of them just kind of like sit there doodling, hoping that someone will talk to them. And nobody does, 
you know, it's it's just it's kind of depressing. And they don't do anything to try and get people over to look at their stuff. It's funny because we go by Man vs. Rock, and if you guys have never been to the Man vs. Rock booth, uh, our friend of the show, Kevin Bieber, that man pitches that comic like no other. Nonstop. And he, like, that pitch is down to a science. Like, he's got that thing down, yeah. and it's entertaining, and he sells you that book nice and fast, right? Yeah, it doesn't um, take forever. You go, you go through Artist Alley, and it's almost like when you go to the bar, and it's like every bitch there thinks they're hot. And it's like, it's yeah. like you know, you're going to come to me. It's like, what I want, I want a girl with personality that's over there, and she's like really selling it, you know? It's, it's like, that's what, that's what Independent Land feels like. I start to feel like a Treyu with Artex trying to pull Artex through the swamps. All, and I just keep getting bogged down, and it takes forever to get through each row. Don't give up! Don't, don't give up! Hard it's, it's, it's I had to. I had to leave. I couldn't do it today. I had to leave. And then I suggested, you know, Steve said, "Well, why don't we start over here and we'll work our way back?" That's funny because one of the guys that I had do some art for me, he's like, "We haven't had anyone here for a long, long time." I don't know. I really regret my my saying this. Steve said, "Well, why?" And we start here and work our way over, and we would have ended at Artist Alley. We would have been done with the floor had we started on the other end. Right, right. Yeah. Except we got stuck in the pit of infinite sadness in Artist Alley. Well, you know, one of the problems too with Artist Alley is is that you know most of these guys have all worked on every DC comic and every Marvel comic. So, you know, even their banners, it's like, okay, that guy's got some X-Men and he's got some Spider-Man, you know, and, and so on. Like, everybody kind of starts to look exactly. the same. And, you know, there's a few artists who their artwork really stands out and they Very might have few. a really strong fan base. But for most, yeah, most of them just don't. Like, why, do why do I care if you're drawing, you're drawing Thor... When the guy right next to you has a very similar looking Thor on his banner, like why should I care about yours when I could go to his? Like, there's nothing original about ninety percent of them, and they are phenomenal at what they do. But, but so not. Here's the example: you got someone like one of my favorite artists, and I've talked about her before, Becky Cloonan. She's working on Punisher now. And her art style is so different and so unique that when you see it, you instantly know it's her. Right. No matter what book she's working on. And she's worked on a ton of books for like DC and Marvel. And you see it and you go, that's hers. These other cats, not one of them has anything. It's like Liefeld. Same thing. We rip on Rob Liefeld for the little tiny feet and the huge, ridiculous, exaggerated. But it is unique. Right. You know, Mignola's another one. Frank Miller's another one. They've got something yeah. that sets them apart. And and a lot of these cats, you know, they just they picked up the Stan Lee's How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way and and they've dialed it in and they've they're excellent at it. And it's boring as shit. Well, uh, and you know, they're they're almost at every convention too. It's almost like the the B celebrities that go yes. to every con. Yes. You know, it's the guy and from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, <laughs> it's Richard. Hatch. You know, so it's like meh. You know, and they're just like, please buy one of my prints. Right. You know, that I printed this morning off of my, my Matrix printer. 
Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking charge you, you know, twenty five bucks for the fucking thing, you know. So, and after a while too, you know, people start like paper is something that you will, if you go to enough of these conventions, you will get enough paper that you're like, I have enough yeah. paper to last me. I could change this stuff out every month, and you'll never see the same piece yeah, again. Well, so, that, like, well, what the fuck do I need another I one think for? Most of us are at that point when it comes to prints. Oh, you know, for sure. You know, and some of the prints, like that one booth, like the, it's like outlandishly priced for a print. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I'm glad you value your artwork, but I don't know that this print's worth 170. dollars It's a freaking copy. It's not the original. No, are we talking art. about? Are we talking about Acme? Yeah. Their stuff's really. I've bought some. I've bought some pieces from Acme, but they were like forty dollars prints. There's. Uh, remember that they, they did that layer, layer of the Rancor. They, they were pretty good size, and they were done like movie posters from like the fifties. So it was like it was like layer of the Rancor. Yeah, dude. And then that's when they start they start selling you on the like it's a Gleesy or a Gleesy or whatever the hell you're like. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Day, there's uh, there's a lot of really good stuff out there, uh, print wise. Uh, there was a lot of great stuff to see today. Like uh, this con, I, I think one of the things I liked, I felt like there was a lot less video games this year. Yes. So well, we have not made it oh, over no, to the end of A. Okay, because remember they moved it the last couple of years. They moved it from over there by Artist Alley, all the way over to A. And they had like big alien games right. and just, shit I felt like, like there that, was less you know. Video games this year. It was less video game con. There was less junk. Yeah, I would it wasn't that. swap me. Oh, there's it's it's got its fucking share of fucking black and white well, Batman. No, no, no. I'm not me. talking about that. I'm talking about like you know Tiffany's tea, you know where they sell tea. Well, that's you're thinking like WonderCon. They don't no, I get Comic-Con. it. Yeah, but you know they're they're getting out a lot of that. dude. They're getting my old lady who's fucking. <laughs> Like, yay, here I am again. Oh, look, they got parasols. Right, right. You know, that's 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 getting my wife. Now, <laughs> I'm fucking telling you, dude. You look at the closet in my house, okay? I will say that at the end of the at the end of the day, like uh, for me, uh, I think my my highlight so far. My only downside is I don't feel like there's a, like uh, you know in the past you've had like you know like. Like the the ship from Watchmen and stuff like that, or the one of the mechs from fucking right. Avatar, right. you know, that, that just like blew me the fuck away. Like a no, no, no. Years ago when there was, was one thing. What's that? The Walking Dead booth. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, the Walking Dead booth for me was my highlight was so, so far of the day. Like they, they set up essentially the picture and we posted it on the Facebook page. I tried to link Steve's, but he his has his is set to private on his page. Uh, uh, your picture of Negan. Um, but it's basically like it's basically Negan oh with all of the characters lined up in front of the uh, the uh, Winnebago, uh, and he's about to bash somebody's head in, and you can get your picture taken with Negan about to get your head bashed in. Um, Steve took a really fun one of him flipping Negan off, um, and then I, I took one yeah. looking sad about to get hit uh, as, as one of the others. But it's cool because they've got the RV that they were traveling in. You know, they've got like this, you know, this this uh, pile of wood like it was blocking the road and shit, and it's got part of an overpass. Above it, which was, I mean, that was pretty high up. It was pretty cool, man. You know, that, you know, yeah, you know, every year it's one of my, from, from the very start of, of the Walking Dead TV show, um, they've done a booth here and every year that is like my number one spot to go. Yeah. With the guy that blew his head off, they fucking said like, God help us all or something like that. Yep. That was, uh, the governor's, um, 
special room with the That's aquariums right. and his daughter. I didn't do a picture. That was where, that was a fun one. I did that one. Um, they've done Terminus. Right. We did, that was fun. They and then last year was. Everybody ate Chris. Uh, yeah, at the turn, uh, the turnstile uh, door. Um, yeah, so one of my favorites. Oh, that was my favorite part. Ever seen for any for for any Comic Con event like ever? Like we literally walked right into the fucking thing. And it's like I don't think people realize it was there. After the display that they had last year off-site across the street where they spent a lot of money to go ahead and promote that show and build that set, this year they had some extra shit laying around and they said, ah, I guess we got to do something. like the inside of that plane cockpit, but they're like, we're good. We'll put one zombie in this one. We're not even going to like pony up for a second zombie for this thing. No. I will give it to the kid who took my picture. Um, there was a zombie in the plane, and the kid behind me, the kid that was taking the picture literally took it like he took five pictures, and it's me in the chair and the zombie just coming up and getting closer behind nice, me off the nice. show. Actually, it was kind of cool. Nice. I, I was like, uh, uh, I was reading the in flight magazine. Yeah, I posted that one on the Facebook. <laughs> Basically, your your expression was meh. <laughs> Which is I had I had my show. Yeah. I had my fingers in my mouth like a gun, like I wanted to blow my brains out. Like every time I watched the fucking show. Hey, so Chris, tell us about your experience at the Ash versus the Evil Dead. All right, so this was pretty cool. So we came down Wednesday night. Uh, we, meaning um, me and uh, and the kid, um, the youngest, and you know she's never been. So I I, I drug her to a panel over at the library which was a panel for um, educators using comics in schools you know as part of their and it was it was not exciting uh, it was it was a very informative panel but if you're 10 you're looking at it going eh. and she was a really good sport so after that I, I figured all right I better go show her something cool because we left about halfway through she made it an hour um, so we head over to the little carnival area where they occasionally will have something set up. I think last year they had... I call that, what I like to refer to it as, it's poor person's con, because yes. you don't need a badge to go over there. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's all yeah, freebie, it's all freebie stuff. stuff. Yeah, so if you're one of the locals... Like, what did we get over there last year? But they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna make you wait in that fucking parking lot in the sun yeah. all day for that, that fucking Peanuts right, hat. Right, right, that's what it was. It was the Peanuts hat last year. Never got it. Yeah. So we go up, and of course it's Wednesday, so nothing is really fully set up. They're still putting it all together. But people are curious, and they know that they're going to have cool free stuff. So Phoebe and I walk over there, and we find the Ash versus Evil Dead booth that they've got set up, the little display. And a really nice lady comes over, and she has a bag, like a, like a black shopping bag kind of thing. And, you know, you reach in the bag, and you pull out a card, and whatever it has on the card, that's what they give you. It's kind of a cool little random giveaway thing. So we both pull cards, and I get, like, drink koozie, and Phoebe gets bottle opener. So we're looking at going, wah, wah. You know, we didn't get any of the fun stuff. So, But we're cool. It's free, whatever. It's a, it's a souvenir. So she says, okay. She goes and grabs some stuff, hands me the koozie and the, and the bottle opener, and she hands Phoebe a little trucker hat with Ash versus Evil Dead and one of the foam like hand chainsaw things 
and totally hooked her up, like right off the bat. We're not even we don't even have her her badge yet, right? And she's already been hooked up with all this really cool stuff. So she's instantly putting the hat on and she's rocking the big foam finger chainsaw thing and you know making our way over the bridge. Super cool of them um, to uh, to take care of her that way. So that was cool. Nice man, nice. Well, we picked up a bunch of new books that we'll be able to review over the next like month or so or two months as far as podcasts go, but. Uh, they spent twenty two dollars. Well, I spent, and got and they got like hundred and fifty <laughs> books, and that is small press. I, I think actually, if you reverse that number, that's actually closer to what we did. But a um, lot, a lot of, lot of new fun books, some more continuing issues of books we've talked about before. But uh, all in all, guys, I think a good day one. Um, the floor, yeah, the awesome. Floor's pretty awesome. We've seen a lot. I, I will say the one thing I'm sad about is the. Uh, uh, Steve Jackson Games, which is my favorite uh, place to buy games from every year. He brought like a booth a third of the size than normal years. Um, and it was yeah. a little sad and depressing. But I was hoping they would have some new like zombie dice stuff, but they just haven't. It's it's a lot of games that I've seen before, which kind of bummed right, me out. Right. Um, he didn't bring a lot of stock. Uh, uh, I just, you know, Comic-Con's always ever-evolving. I will say there did seem to be more emphasis on comics this year. And uh, that's good. I definitely approve of that. But, you know, that was day one tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's a day. Well, I'm going to hope to get some interviews tomorrow. Cool. Uh, we'll see if I can get on the floor and talk to some people. And then Saturday is a big Hall H day. Uh, so we'll, we'll take a look at what's coming up, and hopefully we'll be able to sit down, Steve and I, because Chris is a gig tomorrow, so maybe Steve and I uh, drunkenly when we get like 20 minutes in. <laughs> Tomorrow night. Because, tomorrow Steve, night. what do we got tomorrow Steve, night, buddy? Tomorrow night is the 501st uh, San Diego Comic-Con Legion dinner, yeah, man. For those of you that are not 501st members, if there is ever a reason to join the 501st, it is for this party alone. Like, this party is pretty good. awesome as far as parties go. Um, like, we have members who didn't even get tickets to Com, but they got tickets to the dinner, yeah. and they're coming down it's for the dinner. It's a fantastic time, know? and as a non 501st member that uh, basically comes along and Steve's bitch every year, um, I am, I'm okay with that because it is a fucking fantastic event. It's our one chart of giant party we get to do every year. Um, we, are, we are not party animals as far as things go because uh, we are here for the con. But they have an open bar at this party. I so. on tomorrow night. So, uh, but either way, you guys, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our day one Comic Con uh, recap, and we will uh, catch up with you later. Uh, I'm Ron Miltz. I'm Steve Hale, there. and we're still going out of order. <laughs> we'll uh, we hope you guys are having a nerd life crisis. <laughs>